and welcome to the Still Alive Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Mike. And today we are discussing something that's hotly debated and at no way do people agree on this on this subject. It's something that's at the form, foremost of everything and is super, super controversial. Video game movies. <laughs> it's not controversial. <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> Most of them suck, I should say. Asterisks are there. Many decades of sucky, sucky, sucky video game movies. Yeah, I believe they all started with the most notorious of them, which is the Super Mario Brothers movie. Was that the first? I always thought, I always assumed it was, but I think it was, and we'll talk more about why that movie sucks so hard. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's not just video games, though. Video games, books, comics, all that kind of stuff. I think all of them have a tough time translating to the silver screen, and there's a lot of them that do it right, but some of them just don't work and i wonder why that is so that's what we're talking about today so it's not just going to be a video game podcast today it's going to be all about books comics and all sorts of other mediums everything translates between mediums yeah so why are we bringing this up today because i watched loki yay and you watched loki yes i did watch loki mostly And we haven't played any new games, so we have to have another topic. Look, I played Octopath Traveler. (laughs) I actually made some headway, but anyway. I played something, right? No, you played a little bit of Brutal Legends. I think that's it. I swear I played something else. Anyways, I have some time to think on that. No, you didn't play anything else. You just played a little bit of Brutal Legends, and then you're like, I don't want to play this right now. I remember. I I specifically remember loading up a game at some point. Um, I think you remember wrong. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you were playing Call to the Sea. Call of the Sea. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's uh, motion sickness. Yeah, that got me motion sick just by watching it for five seconds. Yes. So, anyways. Back to movies. Great video game movies. Yes, or the not-so-great great video game movies. So, like, let's talk about Loki for a second, and, and Marvel in general. So, has Marvel movies have been, I would say, they're pretty safe for the most part. I think they play it safe, but they are very enjoyable. They're very good popcorn movies, uh, and I think they do very well. They don't push the boundaries all that much, but they can be pretty exciting and innovative and cool. Yeah, no, they got a formula. It works. Uh, I, I, I don't think you could say there's very many uh, Marvel movies that don't hit. Uh, the MCU, there, there might be one or two here or there, but the MCU, it's... it's Thor Dark it's, World! <coughs> I was going to go Iron Man 3. Yeah, but no. <laughs> a majority of, a majority of them, even though they play it pretty safe, they, they land. They're, yeah. they're not just big in the box office, but they're, they're pretty pretty decent movies. I think it's because they cherry pick the, the ideas and they stick to one thing per movie and they don't necessarily try to intertwine all the things. They, well, maybe they it's Well, yeah, well, they're intertwining all the things, but they're choosing like they, they have it mapped out. They don't mm-hmm. just I feel like they have this whole thing, this whole thing planned down to the wire of which storylines they're going to link together. That's why they release the movies when they do. I feel like they have a plan in place. And yeah, that, they, that universe is just it's just phenomenal how they mapped it out from the from the get go. Yeah. Unlike DC, who's trying to jump in with Justice League two or three movies in and just trying to do 10 years of catch up overnight. Yeah, I mean, Iron Man was the first, right? And it really started, you know, snowballing after that. And, 
like you said, there's some movies that aren't that great. I think like uh, my least favorite ones are definitely like like I said, Thor: Dark World isn't that great. Um, Doctor Strange is okay. Cool visuals, kind of meh story. But you know what? It introduces a it introduces the character. Um, and I didn't, wasn't a huge fan of Captain Marvel either. It's all right. Yeah, I fell asleep during that one. They're like, uh, I mean the. If the worst of the Marvel movies is it's all right, that's not too bad. Yeah. What about Incredible Hulk? I don't really count that one. It counts, but it doesn't count. <laughs> we just pretend that never happened. Yeah. I'm not even sure. I didn't. That's the only one I haven't seen because I don't think it was released in the same medium, right? It ties in, but. I think that's, I think it's technically part of the MCU. Yeah. But now that the, there's all the things that are a part of the MCU, but they're not like the Fantastic Four movies that are just abysmal. And um, there's other, the other Incredible Hulk movie that is also kind of weird. <laughs> um, Blade, the Blade Trinity. Uh, yeah. I hope <laughs> Trilogy, the rumors are true that he's going to be in the uh, the next, uh, what is it? The Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, I think that he, he's, uh, he's rumored to be in the, uh, the upcoming uh, Doctor Strange movie. What, Wesley Snipes? Yeah, as a as a blade character, I, I don't know if it's going to be true or not, but I really hope it is. Well, it's interesting because like um, Blade actually, I feel like was one of the first really good comic book movies. I really enjoyed that going through, but it's still kind of hokey in, it, in its own lovable way. Uh, but um, but yeah, like you said, when it comes to DC, um, what is they jumped right in. They didn't really like, I mean, they tried to do something. They had Batman. Batman was like the biggest thing, I think, with, you know, Michael Keaton and everything. Yeah, Batman. Batman's tough to miss, though. I mean, yeah. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Look at Joel Schumacher. <laughs> Batman forever. That wasn't that was meant. That, that, me, that wasn't meant for to be a good movie. That was meant to sell toys. Yeah, well, Batman and Robin right afterwards. It's just like. Yeah. God awful. You could. I feel like Batman is like one of those examples where you could see how it could go so good, and then you could see how it could go horribly wrong, horribly wrong. We saw the best and we saw the worst. Yeah, and it's like if Christopher Nolan didn't come along, Batman would have been dead. I don't think he. I I am looking forward to the new uh, Robert Pattinson uh, Twilight yeah. Batman. <laughs> Twilight Batman. You know that um that trailer looked really really good. It um, does. So it's, I can't. You know what? Of all the Batmans, like there's a lot of there have been a lot of Batmans, but I feel like the worst one was George Clooney. Bat <laughs> yeah, Bat nipples. Bat nipples. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, uh, but as far as Batman's concerned, I think like the worst, the worst, even like Adam West's Batman was better than that crap, but uh, that knew what it was. It was like a TV serial that was like very comic booky. Um, and it's funny because there's so many styles of comic book and so many styles of stories. But you, when you stick to the medium, like Adam West Batman was Adam West Batman. You didn't expect anything more or less. You knew the camp was going to be there. It was ridiculous. It was a TV show. It was, you know, as goofy as it possibly could have been. Everybody was turned out to 11 in that show. It had one of the best Jokers of all time. <laughs> really? You really think so? I would say top five. All right. Jared Leto. Oh my God. Uh, bleh, bleh. Sorry. I, I love 30 Seconds to Mars, but his Joker was terrible. Yeah. Uh, like, well, you, that was the problem, I think, with the, the Batman movies following um, the Tim Burton Batmans. It's like when they switched hands because it was Batman, Batman. What was the second one? What was the second one? The one with the penguin. This uh, Batman Returns. Returns, yeah. Yeah, Batman Returns. That's the one with the penguin. That was good. But they're both like Tim Burton esque. And then there were the third one was Batman Forever, and that was Schumacher. And it was like you could tell there's a huge like left turn into somewhere that was not good. Like the costumes yeah. changed, the the outlook changed, and even Tim Burton's was a little bit of 
it was a stylistic choice to have it in that kind of gothic way, but that's how Batman was. But it was it still, it was slightly, slight, the slight camp, slight camp. Like, oh, I love those Batman movies though. They're really good, but they stick, they stuck with that kind of formula and that's fine if you're sticking with that formula, I feel. What do you think? I agree. It's, see, I don't, I don't remember all that much camp with, with, with the, uh, the Tim Burton ones. It's not, it's, it's just, just the style, like, um, the, uh, like the parade that the Joker does with the giant balloons, um, and then the penguin, <laughs> sorry, uh, <laughs> Danny DeVito's penguin. Well, that was, uh, but see, that was at a time before they started to, uh, make, make, make things hyper real. So yeah, th- I agree with that. It, it was very comic book-esque and that, that's, that's the style. And I'm not saying it was a bad choice. I, it, that's just, it stuck with its own universe. But yeah. then I feel like when it made the switch to Schumacher, it was like, let's take this comic book thing and turn it up to a million. Yeah, no, but it, it definitely, uh, I, I, the Tim Burton ones, they, they blended the lines pretty well. Yeah, they had the, the campiness, campiness of the Penguin and stuff. But that was, that was before they really had an idea that making comic book movies a little bit more realistic could work. So he, he blended it well. And then, then they jumped the shark and went all in comic for the next 20 years or so before, before getting like- it right again. And not even like good comic. It was like this guy read a comic once and saw Adam West Batman and was like, this is exactly how things should be. Let's throw a bunch of ice puns in here. Ice to see you. God, that's painful. It is. It's super painful. That movie is painful. Always bring the bat credit card and the bat shark. I feel like, you know, I feel like is a really good, a really good commentary is Lego Batman. See, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm part of the problem with those really, really shitty Batman movies, though, because I had all the toys. I had, I had the 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 Bat car that turned into the the submarine where you put the attachments on it. I, I had all the toys, so I pretty much supported the fact that hey, what you're doing was a good idea. Did you buy the the, the shark repellent, the Bat shark repellent? I don't believe I did that. <laughs> was that was that a real thing? Did they actually make a toy for that? I believe that everything that they reflected in Batman, Lego, Lego Batman, was real. Like all those crazy, crazy, um, like ketchup and mustard man or condiment man. He was a real villain in a Batman comic. I, I just like how it kind of Batman, Lego Batman was great. Just just as a commentary on the entire lifespan of Batman and how the, it is. <laughs> the problem with DC though is they have they have some really good villains, which are the ones that are always overused for good reason. Because once you get outside of the core that everybody knows about, there is not a lot. They do not have the same roster as something like Marvel. Yeah, with, with a really deep amount of characters. I, you thought Thanos was bad. Wait until you see the next villain with the uh, the MCU. Yeah, uh, was it King the Conqueror? Yeah. Well, we'll we see. We'll see. We don't know. <laughs> so as far as um, what you call it? Well, you know, going back to DC, I feel like they, they established the same thing with uh with Superman. There was a couple good Superman movies with Christopher Reeve, and then they kind of went all Superman for the Quest for Peace. <laughs> <laughs> And then they try to reboot it, I guess. And like Superman Returns was like, eh. and then yeah, it's they been a long time since I saw the old Superman movies. Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. And well, then they had Henry Cavill's Superman, and I feel like they're like, let's go super grunge. It worked for Batman. Let's do it. But that's kind of not like the Man of Steel kind of guy. So Henry Cavill, he's he's covered he's covered comic book movies. Now he's covered video game TV shows. Yes. He's going to run the gamut. Of course. I think that's a good thing. I think he, he makes a great girl. <laughs> girl. He does. 
He's the Witcher. I can't say his name. Geralt. I, I hated the casting when it was fr- first made, but... I it, thought he looked the part. I hated it when I heard the announcement. When I saw the, the images and then the trailer, I was I was sold. I wanted to give it a chance. I, I didn't like him at first because of Superman, and I just... Superman. I, I, you know what? I'm going to get like roasted for this, but I feel like Superman's boring, boring superhero. He's OP. I like OP superheroes, but I feel like Superman's a little too, you know, like Boy Scout. But maybe they didn't... Yeah. I, maybe it's not necessarily... Maybe I just didn't get to see a good Superman movie. Um, Because I haven't seen the originals with the Christopher Reeve. I know they exist, and I know that they're beloved. <laughs> Yes, they are um, not a myth. They do exist. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, the ones I've seen, uh, the writing is just so terrible. I, I just... It... Talking about the Zack Snyder ones? Yeah, they're not that good. <sighs> how dare. Uh... I agree, but how dare. <laughs> Especially Batman v Superman. It's just, Martha! Uh, Why I did love... you say that name? I love Batman as much as anybody, but I haven't even seen that whole movie. Yeah, it's just... I like... You know what? I didn't think Ben Affleck was a terrible Batman. I think that the both of the safe pick. I feel like they were given crap as a material. Like I think writing has to do has a lot to do with how well those movies do. I mean, and like I said, sticking to the genre. Like as far as the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it is. It knows what it is. Like they, uh, the style, the color, the the way that the scripts are run. If there's one complaint. I have about Marvel movies is that sometimes they just don't know how to dig into a feeling without making a stupid joke. Yeah, that's always been the problem I have with Marvel as well. And pay, pay attention whenever you see a Marvel movie. Not you, I'm talking to the audience here, but <laughs> whenever you watch a Marvel movie, anytime there's about to be a real moment or a serious moment, wait for the joke that's about to follow. Yeah, it, guarantee it, it happens nine times out of ten. Like uh, one of the, the one that comes to, my, to the top of my head is with Doctor Strange puts on the cloak and it starts hitting him in the face a little bit. Like let him have his moment. It's okay to have that grandiose moment without having to make fun of it or call it out or be meta. You don't always have to be meta. That's Deadpool's job. Yeah, and the the one that I immediately think of is uh, Spider Man uh, Homecoming. Is that yeah. Homecoming? Yeah. Where at the very end there's a little bit of a there's potential for a real moment and it's right outside a bathroom or inside a bathroom and they have to throw the joke right at the very end of it and they're afraid to take chances, which is why I thought Infinity War hit so well at the end, because they didn't they didn't follow it with the, the comedic yeah. uh, the, the it, joke. They just left it there and, and they, they let it settle and that was really good. I feel like that was they earned that moment. Yeah. It was good. And a lot of the about that and Endgame, I feel like hit really home. And I like how they have each of their different styles and they're very unique. I feel like the ones that don't have as much impact make better side characters. Sort of like, you know, I feel like the Hulk does better as a duo kind of thing rather than having his own thing, his own movie. Yeah, um, that's, that's tough to build a, a, a compelling movie around the Hulk. Yeah. Just, just the Hulk. And I... I, it's funny because they have comics for that and they probably they do build it around him but i feel like now that he's so well known and as an ensemble piece some some characters work better as this ensemble pieces well the and, thing is with, with with the hulk you want to see both sides of the hulk if you make a movie that's about the hulk how are you going to balance him not being the hulk being the hulk and have it be a cohesive movie that you could really attach to the character there's not enough time in a in a movie that that would probably be a better option to be a tv show yeah i agree wasn't it a tv show it was a tv show back was in that the, the uh the, the frigno hulk yeah it was <laughs> and they had the sad music where he was hitchhiking at the end of every <laughs> <laughs> that's right but 
now with with Disney having uh, Disney Plus, I wouldn't be surprised if they make a return. With, I think uh, they're doing the a She-Hulk they are. series. That's going to be interesting. I don't know enough about it. I, you know, I, I what I really appreciate about Marvel is that they're bringing to the forefront a lot of characters that maybe we ha- wouldn't have read about. Because, I mean, everybody's heard of Spider-Man and um, Captain America. But I like getting to know more characters that I haven't known about. As I, I wasn't really into comic books, I was more of a video game player. So I didn't really get to experience all of this and it's kind of neat to see uh all these characters and how they intertwine and before we go into that into the marvel cinematic universe even more i have to mention the one thing that we didn't mention and that's x-men ah yes oh man i mean they kind (laughs) of if you go back and watch x-men one uh the one with hugh jackman it's it's doesn't hold up as much and they have like it, it walks that finely and i love that movie i can't say i don't and x-men the se- x-men 2 is even better i think x-men 2 is better than x-men 1 by leagues and then they ruined it x-men 3 <laughs> last stand last stand's terrible and but, then they- uh, what was the uh, the standalone was it wolverine wolverine and then there was logan yeah. logan was incredible. I th- I'm, I'm talking about the one with with the uh, the silent merc oh ew that was i think that was i think that was wolverine i think yeah I think it was the uh, the origin story because there's but, two of them. Yeah, and then, there's Wolverine and then there's something else. Yeah, I think I'm pretty two. sure it was the Wolverine story because I, mean, I think one is called the Wolverine. Oh, oh, so Wolverine had two origins. I think two he origin did. Movies. I have to look this up. Wolverine movies. Let's see here. There's um, yeah, Wolverine X Men Origins. That's the one, and then mm-hmm. X Men Origin is the one with uh ryan reynolds and wolverine i think is the one where he gets his adamantium claws gotcha let's see yep 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 what was your favorite x-men movie mine was days of future past i think that was that was cool i i liked x2 x2 was definitely my favorite with nightcrawler that beginning sequence with him in the in the white house is just so incredible i love it yeah it's kind of hard not to make it. I do love Logan too, but I feel like as far as comic book, comic book, I feel X2 wins because Logan just makes me want to eat a lot of ice cream. <laughs> McDonald's red dress. <laughs> we, we literally went for ice cream right after we watched Logan. That broke everything in me. It was so, so good though. So as far as comic book movies, I feel like once they find a happy medium, and I don't feel like DC movies are out down for the count. They just have to figure out how it works and, and find a good formula that works for them. Because like, I mean, Wonder Woman really hit that spot. Wonder Woman 2 is kind of like not as good, but um, it, it was fine. It was better than Batman v Superman. The pacing was out, all out of whack with Wonder Woman 2 yeah, or 1985, was. 1984. Yeah, uh, it just, some of it just did, it didn't hit. I feel like a third one, hopefully the third one would fix it. I feel but, like Wonder um, Woman 1984 should have been split into two movies. Yeah, or just refined. I feel like the script needed to be refined. I like yeah. the idea, I like the concept, but I feel like couple of things didn't hit home uh, plus the cgi was weird in some points um but once they find their footing i feel like they dc doesn't know what to do with itself it either wants to make itself so serious or if it <laughs> why so serious or it wants to be joel schumacher i think they should just make everything in the style of what they wanted to do for suicide squad what they pretty much hit with uh with marvel with uh, guardians of the galaxy have it be oh man that's great make everything all neon make everything just just make everything in that style i don't think there's anything else really really like that go 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 uh nor uh vision for for dc dc give that a go do something do something different yeah but not suicide squad because suicide squad was terrible i said <laughs> what they were trying to do oh yeah well the not color yeah the color birds of prey I'll, I'll use that as the example but you know what and i'll say oh yeah birds of prey i love that yeah. um i agree i think that would be a great 
style because that's a different kind of. Uh, I, I I like the vibe yeah. because it's like. Here, fat. how about this? How about this? I got I got it. I got it. I got it figured out. Birds of prey meets Sin City. Ooh, that would be something really cool. Yeah. Well, Sin City is a comic, isn't it? It's a Dark Horse comic. Yeah, and it's also a movie. Isn't it Zack Snyder as well? I, I think it was, but the Sin City movies were were good. Yeah, one uh, Sin City movie. The other. It doesn't exist, right? There's two movies. Yeah, I know. There's the second one. The second one wasn't as good. I saw the second one. I remember not hating it. Uh, it's meh. Now I gotta check Rotten Tomatoes to see if I actually did like it. You, you know, I don't have my own opinion. <laughs> you totally, totally didn't. My opinion's based off. Oh, no. I, I, I hated the second one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was garbage. Yeah. Did you actually think it was garbage? Yes. I, 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 I was <laughs> about 40. I, I would probably give it a 42%. <laughs> Ah, oh, for Rotten Tomatoes. No, I, I, no, uh, you're funny. But that's another comic book movie. Uh, but you know, I, I think, I think you're right. I think if they got something that suited the style, uh, like something unique, and not just trying to be super serious or super campy, something in that middle ground that would really hit it home. Hey, and you know what? They might do it with James Gunn's Suicide Squad. That would, I really hope, I have high hopes for that. You know what? I really think they should take their cues, pulling it back to games from the Arkham series. Yeah. But then again, with a video game, you have a lot more time to do things. So I think maybe the long and short is maybe these should, things should link up with some... I Actually, I think that's a lot of what Marvel did with their TV shows. Kind of bridging the gap between, um, between movies with a little bit of backstory. Now that we have the characters and everything's established, it's okay to do that, though. Yeah, the stuff that doesn't have mass appeal, but the, 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 the diehard fans could really watch if they want that additional lore. Yeah, I like that. So, okay, so that's comic books. What about, do you want to go straight up books? Because I don't read enough books. This, you might have to own this category. Okay, well, you've seen Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is fantastic, by the way. Um, I, didn't, I didn't see all of the last one. Shut up. It was spoiled to me before I got to watch it, so. Look, I thought we finished it, and shut up. We were watching the extended version of all of them because I love them, and they're amazing. Um, let's, let's kind of put this side by side. You have the Lord of the Rings series, and then you have the Hobbit series. So this is a good example of how things could be done right and how things could be done wrong, right? Yeah, Hobbit was done wrong. Definitely yeah. done wrong. Uh, it was stretched out over three movies. I mean, I could totally see it being two, but it's a small book and there's a lot of things that I feel like were jammed in there that didn't need to be jammed in there. It money, was weird. Money talks. Yeah, and money does talk. It's just like what, what they did with um with the Hunger Games series. Didn't they split the last one? They were trying to pull a Harry Potter. Yeah. Now, yeah. Harry Potter's last book was gigantic and there was a lot of stuff that needed to be covered. And I can understand why they split Deathly Hollows into two movies but you know what they managed to get all the other huge Harry Potter books into one movie as well yeah Hunger Hunger Games was another one of those ones that should have been one movie and because they didn't it was it kind of tainted a really good trilogy would have been trilogy would have been a trilogy because I, I think there was four movies right because of the split in the last one yes just four or five because I don't know how many books are in the series I neither do I, I haven't read the books but but I you watch all the movies. movies yeah so I do plan uh, on reading those books I feel like the Harry Potter syndrome kind of bled into I think they actually canceled a, a book series movie because they split it up and I think it was the Divergent series I wasn't into the movies nor the books but I know that they completely canceled the last one because it did so poorly at the box office Ouch. I feel like um especially books and I feel like as we go into video games 
we can kind of discuss this a little bit more. Uh, there's so many details in the books that it could be hard to translate. You have to pick and choose what you put on the screen because you have to kind of condense it into two hours. And how are you going to get that? Like Lord of the Rings did it good because Lord of the Rings was like friggin' 17 days for a movie. Yeah, it was very long. <laughs> Fellowship is still my favorite. It doesn't feel long though. No, it doesn't because it, it tells a good story. And, and what liberties it did take with the base material it um managed it managed to make work so it wasn't just um adding content to make it longer but tweaking content to make it more sense like i in the original uh fellowship of the ring there's a different elf that comes to take um frodo to rivendell uh instead they cut him out and made it arwen to give her a little bit more screen time i feel like that makes sense that's fine little tweaks like that my favorite character from the book was legolas <laughs> legolas was in there and he barely did anything but he becomes a, such a big part of the uh, the movies. How do you feel about that? Taking a character that's barely used in what? the books and making them so big in the movie. It's fine I, to me because, I mean, you can kind of visualize it and, and put it in a way that you think it might happen because he's there during the whole entire th- the whole entire thing. He's always there. Him and Gimli are always there. But what are they doing? I feel like he doesn't take that much. He doesn't do too much in the movies, but he's very recognizable because he does what elves do. And, you know, you got to give him something to do and it makes him a more iconic character. But really, he doesn't have that much effect on the actual narrative. He still doesn't do much. He just what he does in the film, you actually see it. Whereas the book, they don't actually cover that. So I feel like I feel like that's okay. That makes sense. Yeah, if you can make it work mm-hmm. and not like piss off your loyal fan base, all the power to you. Another example of a TV show that did that, and it fits in with our, our scheme here of uh, comics, is uh, Walking Dead. Daryl and Merle, they were not in the comics. They didn't exist in the comics. They were added for TV only. And I mean, look how much of a staple Daryl became to the show. Yeah, I think that... Um... And that had a huge impact. And I think that the didn't the um, comics start to deviate from the show, or vice versa? Uh, they they added stuff, and some stuff worked, some stuff didn't. I read the comics, all the Walking Dead comics, and I love them. They added different enemy types and different different stuff, but a lot of it a lot of it follows the comics. I haven't followed the last three or four years, so. I don't know where it is now, but uh, from what I've seen in Facebook posts and stuff, there's, it looks like they're still following it. Now, different characters die in the TV show than the comics, different ones survive. And the, the core story has changed a lot, but the different areas they travel to and different characters they're introduced to, that stuff looks like it's still continuing to carry over but they're just adapting with um with the changes they've made as they've gone through the show or as people were were killed off but different places different characters being introduced that's all still the same from what i've seen yeah so and i feel like another big uh, well that's comic books to movie uh, uh, to tv which kind of works so here's another thing that you watched and i didn't um game of thrones books translated to uh you didn't actually read the Game of Thrones books. No, I, I, I do plan on not reading the books because I hear they're very hard to read. They're a very dry read. But there's there's these comic no- novel type format graphic Game of Thrones novels. books. Graphic novels, yeah. But they're, they're way behind the actual books. So I think the first one or two are done. And they're working on the second or third one now. That should be coming out soon. So I do plan on on reading those just because I'll stick with it. Yeah. But once, once game of Thrones did run out of source materials on the TV show and they had to start improvising or going on the fly, that's, 
that's when the show really started to drop in that last season. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, you've probably heard about season eight. Yeah. And everything that you've heard is true. Oh, God. (laughs) So that's sad. That's sad and disheartening. Sad face. So, okay. So there's an example of how writing can change something from something really good. And I don't think that Game of Thrones is finished yet, right? It's just, he's still not done. George R.R. Martin, he's still not done, right? No. (laughs) Will he ever finish is the question. No, No, he's busy working on the Elden Ring, right? Uh, that that's done. That's coming out in a couple in in January. But I I, I think George R. R. Martin said that if he if he dies, he wants his wife to just burn everything that he has in progress. So we'll never we'll never figure out the the conclusion to to the George R. R. Martin the Game of Thrones books. Really? I think I I, I think I heard that somewhere that if he, if he dies, if he passes away before he finishes it, that they're going to destroy. Like everything that he had up to this point. Like, why doesn't he just finish it? I guess he just hates what he has. He's like, I don't know how to make it so epically done. (laughs) I mean, if you want it done right, take some time sometimes, and it's yeah, sometime. Is there is there anybody that does better world building than George R. R. Martin? Mm, I'm sure. And one of the best storylines, I assuming that he had this mapped out from the get go, was the Hodor situation and how his name came to be. That that moment blew my mind and was one of the best, uh, one of the most blind, mo- mind blowing things I've seen on on TV when that moment came around. I'm sure there's other writers that are just as good at world building. <laughs> I'm sure there are too, but I'm just saying that he's got a pretty crazy thing going. Yeah, he does. Pretty vast. Now he just has to finish his damn series and stop getting distracted by other things, right? I don't know his life. <laughs> Fair. So okay, now we get to the crux of it: video game movies. So. Yeah. So fantastic. So Mike found this thing on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, there's 45 video game movies. Yikes. Are, yeah. And out of that 45, this is on Rotten Tomatoes. Out of those 45 video game movies, there are three that are not rotten. Yikes. So I think it's safe to say that the stigma with video game movies being awful is pretty true yeah I, I would agree with that uh there's something i don't agree with on here they have pokemon the first movie all at the bottom and i think that's bullshit <laughs> it's based off of rating uh critic reviews isn't it yeah it is but critics gave it a 16 yeah but audience know- gave it a 63 so audience says it's not rotten it's not rotten because if you didn't cry when Pikachu was trying to zap Ash back to life, Spoiler. and you have no heart. I mean, this, it's, this... Been, it's been like thirty years. I think we're good. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if they're waiting that long, it's a, that one's mainly like a for diehard fans of Pokemon. But how many Pokemon are there now? A lot. I think there's over eight hundred. There's one hundred and fifty-one in my heart. That's what I say. That sounds like a that old man. Okay, so let's 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 break it down. Oh my god, they think that that Pokemon movie is worse than Super Mario Brothers. That's bullshit. Can you tell us this is Sarah's first time looking at the list? Oh, it totally is. But okay, so let's let's cover some of the the 
the biggest detractors. So we'll cover the big ones, like the big ones that everybody knows. So let's start with Resident Evil. All right. Before starting with Resident Evil, I, I, I have to have some reactions to this list too because it's actually my first time scrolling through it. There are some that, that kill me because some of them have real opportunity to, that could have been good movies. Yeah. Even based off the video game. If they tried to copy the video game, they still could be good movies and they're not. So Resident Evil... Have you watched any of them? Yeah, I think I've seen the first one. I don't know. Like, Michelle Rodriguez is in it, and she, like, uh, she's like, she's don't call me out. She's married to the director. Oh. I think. Well, is it, we, I think we looked that up once. I think she's yeah. mar- married to the director. Which no, is, no, no, not not Michelle Rodriguez. Mila Jovovich yes. is married to him. Same thing. No, Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> is married to Fast and the Furious. Yeah, I was going to say Vin Diesel. So, like. Family. Yeah, family. <laughs> Family, <laughs> family's greater than video game movies. So yeah, all the Resident Evil movies. I feel like they got like, she, uh, what was her name? Alice in the movie, the main I don't character, remember. and she like gets more and more OP, and the movie just kind of devolves more and more and more. It it just garbage. And but people mash up with Blade. Clearly, people love them if they keep making them. I do don't they though? Yeah, I don't know. Do they? Uh, I don't think they do. They are garbage. They are garbage. I mean, do they even work as like horror movies or? No, they they work as direct to sci-fi channel movies. Oh, that's yeah, that's harsh. Right alongside Sharknado, the twelfth or whatever around now. All right, so they have a so that's Resident Evil. They have what's another group? There's a lot of Street Fighter movies I've noticed. But come on, Raul Julia in the original with the Jean Claude Van Damme is guile. Come on. <laughs> That's classic, classic cheese. Yeah, cl- classic doesn't mean good. However, it, it, it's it's entertaining. It's absolutely entertaining. That's and not- I would watch it. If, it. if it was on TV again, I would watch it. Raul Julia saves that movie. That makes it kind of... He almost pushes it into the category of it's so bad it's good because he's so freaking awesome as in Bison. <laughs> That movie is not good, not by any means. It's terrible, it's but it's it, it's Bison. fun. It, yeah, he's he's you he can tell he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna give this my 100 percent, even if it's not that good of a movie. And then they have Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li, which is far worse. That has the chick from Smallville in it. It's just awful. I see two Hitman entries in here, which disappoints me because a Hitman movie should be should just, be good. Yeah, it seems like it could be like a Bond style movie or like you know. It's it could be espionage-ish, and it has potential. It's like what you could do so much with that. Um... What they need to do is just hire Jason Statham and just have him play the hitman. He 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 looks like him. You don't have to do makeup. You don't have to do an outfit. Just have him grab something from his wardrobe, show up to work, give him a, a silence pistol, and just record him doing everyday stuff <laughs> like playing the piano. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll work. I think it, I would buy. I would buy tickets to that movie. But look, they have uh, Mark Wahlberg as Max Payne. I, I guess love that... Max Payne. I'm so disappointed with what they did with that movie. From an art direction, that movie was that movie was shot like how you would expect a Max Payne movie to shot. It was beautifully shot, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> That, that's that's the depth of it. Oh, how about Doom? Doom has one of the best scenes of all time. The Doom movie. Yeah, I, and when it goes into the first person perspective and it does that, that is cool. But then yeah. the rest of it's garbage. If they shot a whole movie like that, just stay true to life to Doom, nothing's ever been done like that before that I know of. Yeah, People they, would go see it. They have to keep Doom man, uh, Doom guy silent though. Because if the Slayer is not silent, then it, it, it'll yeah, but, ruin but it. But if it's The Rock, it's, 
Don't care. Don't care. No, you can't have him talk because he just looks at people and like, I mean, it's just like in the games. He just like looks at people and like, oh my God, it's the demon. He just walks over. Just have him make the faces that he makes when he takes damage in the, uh, in the game, in the OG yep. games. Yep. That's all you need. Assassin's um, Creed. That one could have been good. And of course they had to go into the animus and. Yeah, that's garbage. And yeah. Tomb Raider, they just that that movie was Could all about good. boobs. Yeah, the, maybe the original one with uh, Angelina Jolie, but then they rebooted it, and that one was kind of boring. I, th- I think the ga- the girl from uh, Deus Ex Machina was in it, and I had high hopes for it, but again, another disappointing video game movie. Um, there was one I saw on here. Um, I think it was Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia could have been good if they casted the right people. <laughs> uh, Need for Speed, the movie, I saw that. That's just trying to be Fast and Furious. Who are they kidding? Wow. Super Mario Brothers. Oh my god. That, that It was made by people who have never played a Super Mario game. Alright, this is how bad video game movies are. According to this list of 45 video game movies ranked on Rotten Tomatoes, Super Mario Brothers is as high as the 20th best video game movie. What number is it? Number 20. Oh god. Number 20 out of 45. I can't believe that Final Fantasy Spirits Within is above that. that above movie. Super Mario? Oh yeah, that movie was garbage. Well, maybe not Super Mario. is better than Super Mario. It's just, it's a feature-length movie on Final Fantasy, and it was just so <laughs> Not only is it higher, that's number, that's number eight overall. Yeah, it's not a good movie. It, it was pretty to look at. It's but, right above Mortal Kombat. Yeah, pretty to look at. It's terrible. I think Mortal Kombat was a better movie. Mortal Kombat knew what it was. I never saw the Final Fantasy movie. Don't. It's just so boring. So we have the newly released Monster Hunter sitting at number seven with 45%. Oh, look who's starring in it. Mila Jovovich. Yeah, same director, right? I, I think that whoever made Monster Hunter didn't know what Monster Hunter was all about. It's it's about it, uh, uh, the army getting stranded in Monster Hunter land. and That's so getting, stupid. That's about all I got. Uh, Rampage. Rampage which, wasn't terrible. That was entertaining. I, I would recommend if you wanted to grab some popcorn and watch a rock movie and you've seen all the other rock movies, you watch Rampage and you won't be disappointed. Yeah, it's not great. It's but, a, the rock movie. Yeah, it's, well, some, The Rock's been in some good movies, just not that one. I'm not, I, I'm not saying the Rampage Well, it's like, good it's though. a... It's at a 52. So it's from the like, critics. I bet you it's decent from viewers. Let's let see. me see. 73. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Which is it, exactly where it, I would put it. It's just not a it's not a good movie by any sense. It's just, it's just yeah. It had some depth. Had... Did it? I'm not sure. Anyway, so here we go. We're going to talk about the top rather than just looking at the rest of these movies cuz there's obviously a lot of dumpster fires here. We're going to talk about the top 10 uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes. So, the best of the best. So number 10, well, here we go, here we go. Angry Birds movie. It's got a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes. From the critics. But yeah. the users, they're the ones with the real taste, and they gave it a 46. <laughs> so slightly <laughs> better. So, I a mean. more forgiving. And then, uh, so, yeah, so that's like, how could you make a movie on Angry Birds? I guess the reason why that did any sort of good is he kind of doesn't have much to go off of you could just make it into something just get some birds make them angry yep i suppose that works so uh and then number nine coming in uh hot look at the cast of angry birds really quick you got danny mcbride maya rudolph keegan michael key and kate McKinnon. mckinnon yeah they're making the, the animated rounds because i think that lots of those people did voiceover for like toy story 3 and lego movie Ke- keegan michael key in a uh, toy story 4 the best <laughs> 
I agree. The absolute best. I agree. It's so good. Uh, so number nine is uh, the original Mortal Kombat from 1995. You know what? I see that fit in there because, you know, it, it was terrible, but it did the best with the source material, I suppose. I thought this was a well-loved movie. It was like one yeah. of those so bad it's bad. It's I, just bad. I, I, I'm in the camp that probably saw that movie about 20 times growing up, so... The fact that I would always watch it if it was be, if it would be on, it, 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 but then again, I'm a terrible judge in movies, so oh. it was entertaining, I, I, for sure. Okay, so then we have number. We eight. have a lot of options back then. Yeah, no, you didn't have a lot of options, especially for video game movies. You had Mario yeah. Brothers. And you that's took what you could get. That's, <laughs> that's what that's what that's what I'm comparing it to. Okay. So I guess. Okay, so number eight, Final, Final Fantasy. Fantasy, The Spirits Within, your favorite. Oh God, I, I was so excited for that movie, and uh, then I saw it, and I'm like, this is not Final Fantasy. <laughs> so uh, Alec Baldwin and Steve Buscemi didn't save it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That movie was garbage. It was very boring. All right, so you want to hit us off at number seven? Yeah, the guy that directed almost all the movies on this list, Paul W. S. Anderson with Monster Hunter 2020. Blah. And that was 45 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. And, I haven't heard anything about this, so I'm curious to see what the uh, fans gave it. A 70. Really? Yeah. Huh, yuck. The critic consensus is it's mostly a mind mindless blur of action held together by the slenderest threads of dialogue and plot, and exactly what many viewers will be looking for. Yeah. I mean, if it's anything like the uh, Resident Evil movies, there's a fan base for that. So. And who's the main actress in Monster Hunter? Mila Jovovich. That's right. The one and only. Who's married to Paul W.S. Anderson. (laughs) Coincidence. Rampage, which was super underrated. So 52% starring The Rock. That movie rocks. Uh, And I'm banned from my own podcast. Forever. Leave this place at once. (laughs) So, okay. Number five. We have Tomb Raider 2018. This is not the one with uh, Angelina Jolie. No. This one is a reboot of the franchise. It's sort of uh, the reboot of the franchise for the um, new gen. The director's name is Roar. R-O-A-R. How amazing is that? Uh, this one is pretty uh, pretty dead even as far as critic and audience scores. 52 from the critics, 55 from the audiences. Yeah. I feel like in this one they could have done way more because I remember w- trying to watch it and being like, wow, this is boring. Yeah, we, st- we, we, we I think we got about 15 minutes into it, if that. Yeah, and I feel like it, it just, it looked like the game, but it didn't have anything cohesive. In it, it actually had the same problem, another movie that, um, another movie, um, I'm thinking of is uh, Venom. Oh yeah, well, tried giving like that Venom. a shot. Yeah, yeah, that had a bit, that had quite a bit of an audience, but I, I, 15, 20 minutes in, I just could not get over the dialogue for it. Well, Venom definitely has a uh, film coming out this year. Let there be carnage. Then I'm that, excited for that. Curious to see what that got on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh wow, let's see. Venom got a thirty uh, percent and eighty percent, one percent from audience. That was like a huge discrepancy. I guess you gotta like Tom Hardy. I guess. Um, yeah. number four. Um, number four. Mortal, Mortal Kombat. The fourth best video game movie. Number four with fifty-five percent. Yikes! Now this one is uh this one's the 
2021 oh, version. Shit. It got an 86 yeah. for, from critics, but 50 or, or from audience, I mean, and 55 from Tomato Meter. So uh, I need. I, I think I might watch this one at some point. Yeah, I feel like this might be one of those things where it's split down the middle. It's maybe for fans of the uh, the actual source material. So we'll see. I we have yet to see that one. Uh, now number three, number three, we actually got something with the fresh score. Yes, actually, the rest of them from here on out are going to be fresh. And this movie was really surprising to me. I I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. We watched it with Luke. It was Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog was great. You know, it's funny because when they came out uh, with that the first CGI rendering of Sonic and everyone's like, oh, my God, no, no. Why does Sonic have teeth like that? Get it away. It's Rightfully awful. so. That, thing, that, was, that, was, that was nightmare fuel. That was terrifying. That was warranted. Yeah, so I, I like that they took it to heart and they actually went back and they changed it and they made his uh, character design so much better. And the story was actually great and Jim Carrey was really good. So this James was the best Marston. movie in forever. Yeah, and it's funny because like, I went into it expecting absolutely nothing and it came out even more pleasantly surprised than I was when I went into it. I expected Batman Forever and instead I got you know, um, Dark, Iron Man Dark 3. Knight. No. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, oh. that's a pretty good comparison. That's pretty. It's it was it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I liked. And it next up, we have probably Sarah's favorite movie on the list. Yay! It's Detective Pikachu. I love it. I love it. Oh, I thought you were going to go for a uh, Silent Hill Revelation. Revelation. No, no, that was way down at the bottom. Look, I love Detective Pikachu, but I also love Ryan Reynolds, and he sort of have a Reynolds uh, Reynolds sons, if you want to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and yeah, you're banned for our podcast. <laughs> And next week, expect one hour of silence. It's the meditation hour. <laughs> People are probably like, yay! So, uh, yeah, I love it. I, I, I love the idea, the sound behind it. Like, there's some things that it could have done it could have done better but i like how they they married the whole pokemon thing in there and, and they made it work they made it work it was now, a lot of fun and number one which is strange i never saw it but um i guess is the angry birds movie too and it's backed up by the fans too it's got an 84 from the audience yeah it's a 73 on the tomato meter so wow it blows away everything on this list yeah i mean it's only a couple points higher than detective good Pikachu. job throw up van orman yeah i'm interested in like what it what it did now now i kind of want to watch it i won't watch the first one because it ah, that like, was that was in the top 10 wasn't it yeah but it was like fairly there so to kind of round out today's episode why do you think video game movies fail it's been almost an hour wow yeah this one flew by yeah. why do i think they fail i think they're finally starting to get their footing but the issue with translating a video game to a movie for me, what I think the problem is, is that that requires a lot more lore, a lot of time to build up the characters, a lot a lot of time to build, up, build out the environment, the world. And it can't be done in a simple one and a half to two hour movie in, in many cases. With something like Detective Pikachu, Nintendo or uh, Pokemon is one of the most, probably the most well-known media or IP in the world in anything. So everybody already knows about that world, but uh, some of these more these lesser-known ones, Tomb Raider, uh, <laughs> Rampage, <laughs> Prince of Persia, Assassin's Creed, a lot of them would work better as TV shows instead of movies. They're doing that with the Halo TV show now. They're doing that with the Last of Us TV shows. These are perfect for uh, longer stories, a little bit more drawn out than being cut down to an hour and a half or two hours. Anyway, so... 
<laughs> I agree. Uh, I also, I, I think there's, um, I think there's a huge problem with people not knowing the source material too. I feel like video games in Hollywood are like two different entities. So like when people jump into these movies, they think, oh, this is what people love about this movie. Or or like, you know, this is what people love about the games. We'll just stick the characters in there and try my best to make this really weird hashed up piece of crap. And no one's ever, you know, and nobody on the staff probably has ever played the game. And something like that. I feel like a lot of people... That's why Henry Cavill is great as the Witcher. Because he loves being the Witcher. He's a nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah, like, I feel like that's why certain things, like, the Castlevania uh, series on Netflix is really good, too. And that kind of, you could tell it really knows the source material. Um, that's, that's all animated, right? That's yeah. A, and and they're, really doing, they're doing uh, something similar. And with Netflix, they seem to be really getting into the video game space with TV shows and just expanding them. I know they're making a Splinter Cell anime as well, which I feel that would be a really, really good fit for that type of style. So they're starting to figure out what works for it. And with yeah. a lot, with so many streaming options out there that I wouldn't be surprised if it continues to, if we continue to see less movies and more TV shows uh, on video games. I feel like they could work as TV shows and like as Detective Pikachu and Sonic have proved on apparently Angry Birds, which is really weird. Um, it can work i think what they have to do is sort of make it its own thing and not part of the lore like if they're going to make these characters you can't just take familiar characters and jam them into a situation um because people know and love these characters and they like i feel like there's a gears of war movie coming out and yeah but that's been in talks for a lifetime yeah it has been but at the same time when they do make it, I don't know if they're going to focus on the actual, uh, like, the lore of the game, or are they just going to write its own thing? From what they said, uh, it, that's going to be its own thing. It's it's going to be kind of, um, I'm going to pull back from the Marvel book, but it's going to be a little bit more of a uh, multiverse. It's not going to be canon with the game. It's going to be same characters, but different storyline, different, just written for written to be a movie instead of trying to be the video game i think that's a huge thing because you can't these video game movies can't be the video game it has to kind of find a happy medium because if sonic was put into um like how in the hell would you make a sonic movie it would be like the video it would be like the tv show like yeah it's i i'm still i'm still in awe that they pulled that off and made it good and they made it work like and they made it they made it work. You need to have somebody who can write a good story that will work for that medium. Um, and it's just like what they did with Detective Pikachu. It's not necessarily retelling. I mean, if it was a movie telling about a kid going to catch them all, it'd be like, okay, they they made a TV show about it. That's, that's the funny thing. They made a TV show about Ash Ketchum catching them all. And it's yep. a super long TV show is able to cover pretty much everything. But when and they then made- once the lore is already built up, mm -hmm. then the movies work. Yeah, so like I mean, got Detec the fan base. yeah, Detective Pikachu doesn't have Ash Ketchum, and it's not Ash's Pikachu. It's something completely different, and we understand the world. We understand what's going on with it. Like you said, like it works within that that medium. Um, yeah. and I feel like other games could do the same thing if they just tried carefully and just work with the source material and know what people need to know in order for it to hit. And I think with so since like you said games are 20 30 40 hours long you're not going to be able to condense that into two hours it's just not possible so oh, they should make a uh uh what, a kojima movie oh god no <laughs> I, I mean i think his movie i think his games have about 40 hours in cutscenes alone yeah yikes 
That he would never. That'd be longer than all the Lord of Ring, Lord of the Rings uh, extended versions put next together, including all the extended bonus features. This is a personal challenge. I want to see a Ko- Kojima movie, the longest movie ever made. <laughs> you walk out of the theater, and your children have grown. <laughs> Papa. <laughs> Papa. Papa. Off to college now. <laughs> Um, Sarah's broken. I am. I think, I feel like this could work in more mediums than just uh, video games. I feel like um, a lot of people love the Harry Potter movies. And if you haven't read the books, they're fine. They're fine. If you haven't read the books, then you're wrong. Yeah. Well, no, there's, uh, you know, all these people who are, uh, there's movie purists, there's video, uh, there's the book purists. But I feel like it could give you so much more detail if it were a TV show. And I know that it's in talks somewhere that there might be a Harry Potter TV show. And I would watch the hell out of that because I would enjoy that. That's that's an interesting one because... Because of the approach they take with each book being a new school year. Mm-hmm. There could be a season. A season of yeah, book. That, that really could work. Yeah. Right? And then you could see things that they cut from the movie. And, and we, we you don't won't... have to worry about the, them aging up because that's kind of part of the intent. Yeah. And, season and, to season. And we don't have to worry about, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? He said, come. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you get that? The be- I don't know if you know the Lord because I don't know if you read the the goblet of fire um, I, I i read half of the harry potter books and i cannot pull quotes out like you can well here's the thing uh about that specific quote in the book it says Dumb- dumbledore says did you put your name in the goblet of fire like it does in the movie however it is followed up by the phrase dumbledore asked calmly <laughs> so as you can see in the m- in the just... movie he you know Dumbledore was like, <laughs> uh, clearly you was... gotta make some changes to make it work for movie for film. Remember, not like that. Uh, I mean, that is everything against Dumbledore because Dumbledore wasn't like, "What the hell is going on here?" He was like, "Hmm, interesting." And that's how we—that's how Dumbledore is. Dumbledore you know, doesn't show emotion. Dumbledore you, doesn't you show miss, his hand. <laughs> this shows your lack of Harry Potter knowledge. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Dumbledore—that is his calm demeanor. You—you know—he's like the Hulk. He's always angry. I so think... his calm side looks like anger. No, 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 no! How dare you? <laughs> I think that. It's sadly, uh, I think it was Richard Harris. He played the Dumbledore in the first two movies, and he was mm-hmm. awesome. He was definitely how I pictured Dumbledore. Um, but then he passed away, so they uh, replaced him with Michael Gamblin. And um, he did fine in uh, Prisoner of Basketball, but Goblet of Fire. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> it was <Calmly>. bad. <laughs> he said Goblet. There's a lot of things about Goblet of Fire that are like meh, um, and, and then like like the most ridiculous thing, and, and it's it's just so stupid. It's so it, it's so it didn't have to be this way. Like the all the Bobatons and the Bobaton wasn't a all girl school. Just throwing that out there. There's both boys and girls went to that school, and there's so many different things. Like like so many like, stupid things. Like they didn't have to do. Why, with yeah, why does that need to be? I, I'll never understand why they make some changes that they do. It feels like they make changes just for the sake of making changes sometimes. They do a lot of the time. And it's just like, and, and their whole entrance of the school like that, that didn't happen. Like, ah, I'm going to do this with my, the, the whole, like, and then the derms drag. Blah, blah. <laughs> this really needs to be a video podcast because <laughs> she doesn't just speak. She, she does all the actions in I real time. Divide. 
it's a show for me, but you guys just get the audio, and I'm sorry. Okay. You deserve the show. You deserve the the charade. So that's just my thoughts on the Harry Potter. I would love to see that as a, as a. I think they're doing Lord of the Rings too as a as a TV series. I don't know where, but Was I it heard like it. Reboot century. No, it's not a reboot, but like I I heard that. Let me see if it's true. Lord of the Rings TV show. What's Lord next? We're gonna do a Pokemon TV show. Wait. Uh, is that still going on? The, um, it says there will be a Lord of the Rings TV series. I don't know where, but apparently it will include nudity. <laughs> uh, it's a new Game of Thrones. I guess so. Um, like, I guess. I, what is it supposed to? It's supposed to premiere on Prime Video late to 2021. Ooh, yay! The first eight, eight episode season is expected to premiere on Prime Video in 2021. The That's... fact that I haven't heard much about this worries me. It's on Prime Video. I know. That also worries me. Uh, let's see. I want to know who was in it. If anybody... I know anybody in it. It looks like a, a lot of unknowns. But oh, it, a lot of the development was um, halted uh, because of the COVID-19. But that's exciting. Uh, there's actually a lot of stuff about it. Um, that's exciting. Anyway, so video game movies, are they on the upswing? I guess so. We'll have to see. If you look see. at the history in the last few years, I think that they're, they're starting to figure it out a little bit. All right. Well, I guess that's it for this t- for this discussion today. I'm Mike. I'm Sarah. This is Still Alive Podcast. So until next time. Stay alive.